This episode is brought to you by the Moonery Collective, where science meets magic. They have a variety of amazing hand-poured manifestation coconut soy butter candles using only essential oils. It's gentle enough for your skin. They also have herbal teas, tinctures, lotions, and potions for all of your ritual needs. Shop online at themoonerycollective.com or at the Golden Mercantile Co-op located in beautiful downtown Golden, Colorado. Women-owned, micro-batch, herbally crafted, and always witchy. Use promo code WITCHYWOO for 15% off your online purchase. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the.moonery. Bye-bye. Hey, Mugwarts, welcome to Wormwood and Witches, a podcast all about the strange and unusual. (laughs) Tally and Erica invite witches and weirdos from all backgrounds to the conversation of the mystic and divine. Come fly with us on this journey as we explore ritual, magic, and the peculiar. Hosted by Anchor, you can find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms. You can also find us on Facebook at Wormwood and Witches Podcast or Instagram at Wormwood and Witches. How's it going, Tally? Hi, Erica. How's a uh, how was your post conference time? How are you feeling? Good. I went to an archae- a super nerdy archaeology conference over the weekend, y'all, and um, still recovering from that. So that's her about- brain and her liver because archaeologists know how to party it up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little, uh, yeah, I'm still recovering for sure. It's Monday. So days, days have gone by. <laughs> still just like I'm functioning today, barely. <laughs> so. Well, by the time this episode airs, more days will have gone by. This should be perfect, ready to roll again. Nice and perky. How are you? Good. It was a very social weekend. Oh, I think I had to eat on that one. (laughs) Lit So it was like something every day after work. And I was like, gotten to the point where like, I love all my friends, but I also, I'm like, it just needs so literally all day yesterday <laughs> watched from re-watching scrubs mm. um, laying on the couch nice. so which was good because it was snowy yesterday anyways oh yeah I was not getting off the couch for anything outside yeah. of water and snacks did Tom at least get you good snacks from the grocery store uh you know what he did he got this smoked mozzarella smoked gouda mozzarella ball I don't know very interesting and most of it's gone (laughs) I mean cheese is never a bad choice no let's get real yeah so it was uh yeah molten even better Uh, you know we tried to put it in our soup last night and it really didn't melts so I don't I don't know it was kind of an interesting like chunky but it was good (laughs) when 
a whole blob of it came into your mouth and it was like, oh, yummo. <laughs> anyway. Is that what happens when a lot of things enter your mouth? You know, just, uh... <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> Dirty Jill. I, I, as soon as it was, I was saying it, I was like, oh God, this is not like the words are escaping my mouth. <laughs> not what I should be saying right now. <laughs> uh, well, we closed out our giveaway with our spooky stories and stuff, but that does not mean that you guys cannot still send in spooky, scary, spooky, funny everything under the sun witchy uh, witchy things that you do yeah. that you want to share with us that yeah. we might like or not like but like we might want to do or highlight or whatever because um, mm-hmm. of course we would like it I mean unless you're you know sacrificing a cat then we definitely wouldn't like that yeah please please don't do that no sacrificial animals here although I will say uh, speaking of sacrificial cats, there is a mummified cat at the Denver Museum of Nature and Science right now, Ooh. which I got to see over the weekend during um, the Nerd Fest. And uh, they have a really great Egyptian exhibit. Uh, so anybody who's in the Denver area, I highly suggest you go check it out. I thought uh, I was kind of a, had an eye roll moment of not you know, it was like, ugh, Egyptian shit. Like, okay, no, it's overdone. You know, like nobody cares anymore. It's cool, but let's do something else. But it actually is really, of course, the DMNS never disappoints. So it's a great exhibit. Mummified cats, you can't go wrong. I'm so excited to see it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've loved Egyptology since super young, but yeah, because like, that's what they think all archaeologists do is like just Egypt. <laughs> so it's- well, and then you realize how many like classic archaeologists are out there and you're like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, it's there's <laughs> it's overwhelming. But uh, anyway, go, definitely go see that. So is I'll- Brendan Fraser somewhere mm-hmm. in the he 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 made an appearance. He um, <laughs> was there. No, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um yeah no I don't want to give away too many things I was going to say other things that I thought were cool but you guys can go and decide for yourself what you think is cool sweet yeah Yeah. so send us all your stories just because the giveaway is over uh Tally and I have to rifle through so um it might take us six months it might take us three weeks (laughs) we'll aim for the three weeks we'll be on top of it we promise (laughs) I was just about to say no promises, but sure. (laughs) Uh, I'll crack the whip. Yeah, you're good at that. Um, So what's your witchy woo this week? Uh, Let's see. I have a few. One, I think, because one is makes me really nervous, which I guess is good because when you, when one door closes, another door opens. Um, but I don't really want to highlight that. I'm going to highlight that. Well, you can highlight multiple. I know. Well, okay. So I did put in my two weeks at work. <gasps> yeah. Oh, snap. I know, which is making me armpit sweaty right now. I'm just thinking about that. Um, and I'm taking some time. I was off. about to say, calm down, Eminem, with your hoodie and your yeah. 
<laughs> right arms are sweaty yeah uh <laughs> so that I'm a little nervous about that of course because that's security um but what I've also been doing over the past week has been transforming my kitchen into a creative studio space so now Ooh. the where the dining room is because I have a small um you know it's just a little old two-story uh town home um so there's not a whole lot of room but uh so where the the dining room area is is now my space my where I make everything there's like a one of those steel tables that I thought maybe the cat was gonna jump all over but I think it reminds him of going to the vet he smelled it and was like, oh, hell no, I'm not getting on this thing. So that's good because obviously I don't want him on there. And I have all these racks up like industrial type racks with, um, Mm -hmm. so I can cure candles and make, um, have my herbal stuff sitting there and all of my herbs and, and everything. So like that half, hi, Oscar, Oscar, oh my gosh, Oscar just came in like super excited. Like he has something to tell me. Um, I don't, I think he just went outside. So Oscar's my dog, you guys, but, uh, I think he went outside and was like, woo, uh, had a good poop perhaps, but that's, so that's my witchy woo is that, um, something has to give and it was the kitchen. (laughs) So, oh, and I have this gigantic boiler, this that's usually for beer, Mm -hmm. but, um, it's they've made it like makeshifted it into a, like a candle melter. So it can, did I talk about this last time? No, I, I shouldn't have. I, I don't, don't think I had it. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe I just talked to I, you It gets about confusing it. when you and I just chit chat versus you're like, yeah, I already know this bitch. Why are you telling me? And like, oh, I mean, there are some new surprising things in this story for yeah. me. So <laughs> yeah. It like is my exciting. whole kitchen when you, I'll have to send you like a, well, you, you saw it before where it was a madhouse, but, um, now it's like, just, it looks like, and then kind of like an industrial kitchen. Hell right yeah. Now. Yeah. So get yeah. the hell out of the kitchen, Tom, except <laughs> yeah. if you're making dinner. Yeah. Because at least on that side <laughs> is like, you can cook and that's still kitchen, but everything else is now. So what'd you do with your dining room table? Um, we had to fold it up and take oh. it out of there. Yeah. So we don't, I mean, we didn't really use it often anyway, so it's fine. I Um, feel like dining rooms are like, those tables are, it's like a good try (laughs) that we're like, we're going to try to sit down at the table and eat, but usually it's just like on the couch in front of the TV. I know. And that's kind of how I grew up outside of you know, some random Sundays or, uh, you know, it's like the holiday. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, I mean, that's really, that's they're it. just a table for shit that you throw on it. Like, which is what it became. Yeah. And so it was like, let's get Junk rid of mail. it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and I, uh, realizing this because Tom was always very adamant about wanting to sit and have dinner at the table. And I'm like, why? But he grew up that way. So every night dinner was at the table. It was kind of like a nice change of pace. 
It is. Sometimes. I, yeah, I, I agree. But I was like, oh, I didn't. But when you have to clean it off every single time just to sit down at it, you're like, Meh. yeah, just let's not. And I said, you know, this is hopefully temp- temporary, maybe yeah. temporary, meaning two years. I don't know. But um, anyway, yeah. So the that candle maker thing holds like 60 pounds of wax. Jesus. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna can't, how many candles does that make? A, a lot. All of them. It makes them all. <laughs> So I don't know. I I'm, I'm intimidated to turn it on. I have not turned it on yet. And I really, really need to. So I can't still wait using for you smartphone. to turn the sucker on. I know it's like, all the lights are going to go out. Probably will a child fit in it. Oh, Ooh, we could boil a child. So don't like baby cooking pot. Don't sacrifice cats. But if you have an extra children child, are perfectly fine. <laughs> That's being a little unruly. We can just pop that them right in that sucker. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about all that. So that was, that was my long witchy woo. What's I like your, it. Thanks. What's yours? I think I'm just going to keep it simple. And I actually did like a spell last week. I actually have the candle burning right now. Cause I wanted to try and burn it for at least a little while. I made like a, a Ukrainian quote unquote prayer candle, if you will. Is that what uh, you, the, the TikTok that you posted? Yeah. I yeah. Really, so I that use was really great. Uh, we follow a girl. What's her name? I think it's like Raven's sigils. Yes. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 So she like made that. a, uh, a Ukrainian specific mm. sigil. Um, yeah. Raven Wisdom Arts. I uh, really like what she does. Yeah, her her sigils are dope. I would totally get one of those tattooed on me. Me too. Um, which is awesome because when you like, I see her stuff, and she asks, like, if you get this tattooed, like, please send me a fee. Like, yeah. it's kind of cool because obviously you're getting her art immortalized on your skin. So absolutely, and you um, should pay for her uh, yeah creativity yeah exactly so yeah. I thought that was really cool but so she she said uh usually like her sigils like she's like if you want to use this for your personal magic practice uh please go ahead so I carved that sigil into somebody that was giving away blue tapered candles at work for Valentine's Day so it's just like perfect I'll Whoa. put yellow paint and yeah anyways I made this like fun little altar of course, the cat decided to start chewing on the the calendula uh, well, yeah. garland that I had made for Dia de los Mortos. So <laughs> I had to move it up into this room, into the extra bedroom. But uh, yeah, so it's burning right now. So hopefully, Ukrainians, we love you. Uh, yeah. We Our heart goes out to you. We're putting Tally and I, and I'm sure all of our followers are putting all the good energy out there for you wanting this to end and healing and you're in our hearts and our minds. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well done. Mine was all about me. (laughs) Well, I feel like also like, (laughs) I feel like too, with like Russians, like, I feel like my heart goes out to like the Russian people too, just because I'm like, some of you Who don't are, even want this. And right. you're 
yeah absolutely. crazy nutbag of a leader is right like, right i don't give any shit so i'm just gonna go this way and you're like so yeah yeah but, our, yeah our hearts go out that's just all of it. it's just been heartbreaking to see on the news yeah. and it's just like oh my gosh i can't believe this is really this is really <laughs> happening right now so i feel like it really highlights too like i mean the fact that I can't even imagine like abandoning my house or anything like just within really moments shows the privilege that I live oh, yeah. in that I never have to worry about like wartime really. Right. 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 So, you know, we hope don't know. we don't ever have to worry about it. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we, they didn't think that was going to happen and then it did. Anyway, I'm like, I'm going to start crying if we just <laughs> keep going it is really disheartening so uh, but yeah. hopefully no, your that your what you did was really really great it was just like and it was nice because I actually had time to do a spell or I I should say I made time which kind of puts in my brain that I'm like you need to like make time for these things like right. healthy habits of decompression and self-focus so, yeah and creating and yeah all of that for sure so creative juices are fun when they flow. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yes. Sorry. Back. Um, the dog and cat are now in here and they Ellie are, cakes. yeah, they're stalking. The cat is stalking the dog and the dog is going absolutely nuts. Cause they're like chasing each other around the room, like jumping on the, the bed, coming down, doing circles, like hot laps everywhere. It's hilarious, but also like, I got a bug on my butt, mom. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. It's called Ellie. <laughs> well, our last guest, Erin, had a fantastic idea that she had mentioned on the pod of uh, doing a couple episodes where Tally and I like go ahead and give each other like interview questions. And it was just definitely like, oh, duh, we never really like introduced ourselves <laughs> officially. We kind of like... <laughs> have sprinkled in our you know background and everything like that but we've never you know gone in depth about us so you guys may or may not know us very well so it's just like oh yeah that's kind of like 101 we're just like let's get into content <laughs> i mean I, we were I just know. so let's, excited a year we into so it we we can finally introduce ourselves uh, yeah. I'm nervous because I have no idea what you're going to ask me. <laughs> I promise they're not like super crazy. <laughs> well, and at the time that we were like, yeah, that's a great idea. And uh, Erica says, do you want to know first? I'm like, no, this will be fun. And now I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you're on <laughs> the hot I, seat now. What have I done? She's going to ask me something really difficult. <laughs> little did you know tally that this is a quiz yeah right that's how i'm taking it all of a sudden which i know it, it isn't and it's supposed to be fun so i don't know why i got into like oh my god this is a test and i'm gonna fail it because that's just what interviewing probably guess, yeah. feels like regardless yeah. of whether it's for a job or right. for a podcast right right totally so all right hit me yeah you ready we're gonna get into it all right so. oh wait i have a question should we <laughs> i have i have a question You're like, for no, you no. i have a question for you should we pause now 
or should we take a break halfway in between? Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, ten. shit. I've got yeah. 10 questions. So, so maybe after either question pause five. now. No, or we can after, pause, after pause after five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. 10 questions. Okay. Shit. Here we go. <laughs> Let me have my, my body is like, don't you dare put wine down my throat, but here, here we go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, first question is, so when were you first exposed to magic? Like what is your earliest memory that you can think of when you like, we're just like, oh yeah, this is this, this is it. This is magic. This is what your definition is. You know, I think, well, I don't know if I, I guess maybe I kind of knew a little bit, but I think with my mom and my grandmother, when my grandmother lived nearby in Texas, um, was, which was just for a brief period of time. I'm trying to think of how old I was. I I, definitely with my mom. And then when I saw my mom with her mom, Mm -hmm. um, we would create, they were like, they were the kitchen witches Mm -hmm. and I really am not. Uh, but I think I remember they would, encourage this is how I took it encourage like singing and dancing and making traditional Norwegian dishes together Mm -hmm. and maybe that's just called family I don't know I'm an only child well (laughs) I mean it's like definitely connecting to your like ancestry and your roots and stuff like that which is very powerful magic yeah and uh and there, I, I hope one day I can find a photo, just a quick offshoot of me, my mom, my grandmother, and my great grandmother in the same room, which is just an amazing capture. But, uh, and I remember them talking about fairies mm-hmm. and I also remember, and I I don't know where it is. It's probably in a box somewhere that we had. Um, what is it really? I think it is a kitchen, witch. it's like, it's this, uh, shoot. We'd have to, I'd have to show you a photo, but it's like this traditional looking. And I want to say Nordic European witch that you hang in the kitchen. Oh, that's cool. You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Cause I thought that was cool. I thought that was normal. And I remember having one and well, I don't even know if I could, I would totally be aging myself. Do it, do it. (laughs) Okay. Anybody who's over the age of 40 will know what I'm talking about. There was, um, Oh God, what is it? What was it called? There's this eighties solid gold on TV, this dance show called solid gold. And that surpasses my, yeah. Oh yeah. No. And I was a kid. And so this is where all this is connecting. Um, they would bring on this puppet named Mrs. Something. I can't remember. Uh, and her face reminded me of the kitchen, witch that was hanging in the window in the kitchen. Oh, and 
Uh, so I always liked her, even though she probably by many rights is probably scary. Cause she looks like an old lady, witchy mm-hmm. kind of, you know, like long the crony face. looking. Like... Yeah, very much, very much. Yeah. Um, and on this really stupid show, uh, she would come on at the end and was like super sarcastic and all this other stuff. And I really liked her because she reminded me of the kitchen, witch that was hanging over in our, in the kitchen. Um, and I don't know if I knew then what it was outside of like fairies and running around and doing things like that. But I think when I got older, making that connection is when Mm -hmm. all of that really started connecting for me. But, you know, it was like, Ooh, parents and grandparents talking about fairies and and not, and not like when you lose your teeth, Yeah, you know, it's like, and, and hanging a kitchen, which is like, Oh, she, she watches over us when we're making lefsa or whatever, you know, it's what like, is that? Oh, oh, it's so good. It's like, um, a Norwegian tortilla, but it's made with potatoes instead. So you can oh. just put, it looks like a tortilla. Um, so instead of just flour, it's more, um, it's all like a latka. Um, but it looks like a tortilla. So you can oh. roll it up like a tortilla, eat it oh, like weird. a tortilla. So you could either just put butter on it, which a lot of people do, or you can put like sweet stuff like cinnamon and sugar. You, it can was that, was that your favorite Norwegian food to eat or? Yeah, that was the one that was the biggest, uh, traditional plate that we would make during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it was like really traditional all day long deal like days long, even sometimes, Hell yeah! Um, which when I got older, I was like, there's gotta be a way to speed this up, <laughs> but then there is party However, for multiple days. I, yeah, I can, I can appreciate, um, like the super traditional way of, of doing it. But anyway, next, next question. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Well, so and I'm I, all shy, like hiding behind my <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Can't even see me. Well, I think you've mentioned it before on the podcast. And I know you've definitely mentioned it in like personal conversations is that uh, in your youth, you mentioned that like Halloween was like kind of like your awakening. Uh, there was like one Halloween that was like your, you're like, oh my God, this is the connection. And like, I'm a witch and like kind of have this like magical awakening So I was wondering if you could describe that experience and like, kind of like what it meant and like what went on and oh yeah, the the light bulb that went off. Oh, big light bulb. Uh, Again, I was out trick-or-treating with my mom and my grandmother and we, how old were you? I was, I was probably around eight still. It was probably around that same. I was definitely under 10. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it was with my dad. Um, maybe my grandmother wasn't there. I just remember freaking out and running to my mom, but Aww. also at the same time thinking how fucking cool this person was and that I wanted to be her. Oh so, yeah. So this is <laughs> so you're out trick-or-treating as like an eight to 10 year old little tally. Oh, I was under 10 for sure. Because this was really, Do you remember what you were dressed as? I was dressed as a witch. <laughs> so this is what happened. I was dressed as a witch and I walk up to this house and there is this, this... is in Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
there is this woman outside in her yard also dresses a witch and she turns and looks at me and she has this long, skinny, bony finger with really long nails. And I mean, she is full on in, in the outfit and Mm -hmm. she looks me up and down and like crouches down to me and she goes, you're no witch. And like pointed her finger right in my face. And she's like, I'm the witch. It was crazy. And I was like, (laughs) what a crazy thing is also a trick or treater just to go to this house. And like, that's what happens to you. I think I probably would have pooped my pants. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't. I don't think I did. (laughs) Um, and yeah, and I just, re- I will never forget that. And she wasn't green or anything like that, but she just, she had to have some, I think prosthetics, but she had like the moles and mm-hmm. all this stuff and super, I mean, she was in it and it was so funny how, how she treated me, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that I kind of ran away and was crying. I started crying. Yeah. Because it freaked me out. And my mom was like, no, you're also a witch. Go get, go get your candy girl. (laughs) She's like, go be the sassy little pot that I know that you are. I know, know, but I'm also like, but she's going to eat me because I've seen Hansel and Gretel. I know, I know how that works. I know what that baby cooking pot is for. (laughs) Exactly. And now I have one. And so, but, and then don't make little kids cry. I do. So this is the thing ever since then I have gotten dressed up, like sometimes really scary and have made kids cry. And then I try to make it better and walk up to them because, you know, these days kids are really sensitive. Um, more than back in my day in the seventies where my mom was like, go back up there and tell that bitch how you feel. Get your fucking candy. <laughs> yeah, Take this candy from a stranger. And so, uh, I, 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 I have scared kids in the past and made them cry. And I feel like <laughs> The torch has been passed down (laughs) and if only I had children and hopefully any other kid that remembers some creepy lady is now, you know, they're probably an adult or close to at this point that they're like, yeah, I want to be, I want to be that scary broad on (laughs) Halloween. Scary broad. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it was funny how something really kind of traumatic made me like, oh, hell yeah, this, this lady, like, I want to know who she is. Never knew who this person was. And it was probably a block. Just like the the aura of like the being a witch, like having that power over people kind of emotionally and stuff like that. Like, right. It's like, holy moly, man. It was just so funny how she crouched down and her long witchy finger went right to my face, which is terrifying. Like, especially if you're seven or eight. I mean, which is like, definitely make a, a prominent, um, they make like a, a prominent main character in a lot of scary stories. Like my mom has a few that her sister played pranks on her and 
is all about Hazel the witch. And so I can totally (laughs) foresee how she looks to you based on how my mom has described a scary witch right in her her youth so right and we need to change that but yet you know me on halloween ain't gonna happen because i'm just <laughs> the, gonna be the, the major question is did you get your candy i did nice yeah yeah well she was just like you're back again and you're like bitch i never got my candy yeah she was she's like she, what'd you call me and, I, and you're like no, witch? No, no, witch, witch witch you heard witch uh she was she was nice after that because i don't think she really meant to scare me that badly <laughs> well, like significant others like stop making the kids cry god damn it yeah, like we is... gotta get rid of this candy right it's right. not gonna stay good at our house right right so yeah that was i like it i like that story <laughs> I've, I've never known like the the specifics i've just known that you said that like halloween when you were young was like kind of like the moment Mm-hmm. when you've everything clicked for you yeah yeah uh so I guess this kind of rolls into it but maybe there's another one I guess I'm curious have you ever had any magical experiences that kind of took you by surprise like in the sense of like maybe you did a spell and you're like holy shit that actually worked like like have there been any moments where you're just like I'm totally shocked by this Yes. And, uh, a lot of it could be, well, I don't know if it was the thing that just popped into my mind was more of, I mean, I guess that's more of like a psychic ability, but, um, you know, when you, you know, the phone's going to ring and you pick it up before it rings and that person's Mm -hmm. on the other line or, or things like that were happening, happening to me, but, Um, I'm trying to remember back. There was something, uh, I don't know. There was something that happened when I was a teenager that was a little like too close to home kind of thing. Um, the other one that we will talk about later when we'll have new, new on, but, uh, which is much late that happened like 13 years ago, but, um, only 13. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) That seems, yeah, I guess it's, I mean, 2010 was only like a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. I keep saying that was 10 years. Well, you know what? It wasn't 2000, either 2000, I think it was 2010, actually 2009, maybe. So yeah. Anyway, but, uh, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I think with things like that, if you believe in it, you're going to find a clue that is going to give you that, um, validation that it Mm -hmm. worked. Uh, I mean, I I think it's just like opening ourselves to like hyper awareness then at that point, like, it's like, you go to buy the car, right. That you're like, Oh, it's like a blue, whatever. And you're like, I don't know very many people who have this car. And then once you get it, you're just like, Oh my God, you start seeing them like left and right. And like, right. Like everybody has a blue car all of a sudden. (laughs) Yeah. Like, or like that specific model and stuff like that. And you're like, Holy shit. They're actually everywhere. Like I never noticed this. So I think so. It's just like opening yourself up to like actually being aware I think so. I think that's a good way to put it. 
Um, I'm sure there's some, I mean, I don't know if we'll talk about, well, that's, that's not the same. I was going to get into Ouija boards and light as a feather, stiff as a board, but did you ever own a Ouija board? I no, And I will never. Did you ever play light as a feather, stiff as a board? Yes. And that shit, like, did it work? Yeah. Ooh, you gotta tell, well, that did like, that's, that was interesting. Tell that story. That was interesting. I was with, um, a group of uh, girlfriends. We were probably 12 ish, mm-hmm. you know, the ripe age of when you play shit like that. Yeah. And, um, it was, it was weird. We were having trouble with the other girls and I, it was my turn and, mm-hmm. all, and all of a sudden it worked. Oh shit. Yeah. Did they say like how high you got off the ground? Um, Oh, I see what you're saying. No, we, they were able to pick me up. I mean, obviously like I wasn't floating by myself. Uh, I don't know. It felt like (laughs) I was, but they were able to, um, lift me and we were all like the same. I think there were four of us. So it'd be like, three people trying to lift someone else. And we were all relatively the same size, Uh Uh, but we were having trouble lifting this other, these other people, the Uh the other two people, three people. And, um, so that was, that I thought was interesting. And I felt like I was taller than what they would have been able to lift, like over head which yeah. obviously they wouldn't, uh, probably in reality, I was an inch off the ground, Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. It was dark, pitch black. We're girls. We're screaming our heads off and laughing and probably like really screaming because it actually worked. And then we stopped playing it. So how would they lift you up? Like with their fingertips? That's what like... it felt like. Oh. And that was weird. And I never did that again. Did you ever play like any other games like bloody Mary saying that in the mirror? Yes, but nothing. Did it ever work? No, that didn't work. (laughs) Bloody Mary never worked for me either. But Ouija board shit, I will never touch that. Never. I did own. I mean, maybe in a big group, but not in my house. I got rid of it though. You had a Ouija board. I had one, and I got rid of it. Like as a kid, though, like I don't. I mean, me and my friend played around with it. I don't think anything ever, anything like crazy happened. So. I used to make mine just, you know, a piece of paper and a shot glass. Yeah. And things would move like it would move and, and would get progressively weirder. I don't know if this is in any of your questions so we could no. Okay. Go for it. (laughs) Um, so the shot glass would move and start swirling around and we would tape. So me and a friend would, we would play a lot. And I don't think either one of us actually owned, owned one, but we Mm -hmm. would cut out the alphabet and the yes, no, goodbye, and then tape it down and then use a shot glass or a cup, but usually shot glass. So your fingers just on it. And, um, we would, she lived right behind me. So we would either do it at my house or her house. Mm -hmm. And, um, there would be really 
like weird things would happen. Lights would flicker. Uh, I remember one of the candles we had lit just got like really big, like the candle caught on fire. It seemed like it wasn't just the candle flame getting bigger. It was like the candle was on fire. Uh, there was a time where the spirits were saying they were, uh, coming up onto, um, the driveway, they were entering into the window. Um, there was this gigantic spider that like a, almost like a tarantula. This is also in Texas. So it's possible was, uh, in my house and it was like chasing us. We're not on drugs. We weren't on alcohol or anything. Again, we were like 14, maybe. And, um, never saw the spider again. Um, a friend of mine that passed away said that he was there, which I think because he had recently passed away and was on my mind. I, I don't think, obviously I don't think it was him. I think it was just like somebody fucking around whatever spirit, but, um, the, the last time when all that was like, the spirits are, are, it was at her house. Spirits are in your house. We're coming to get you. Lights were flickering. Her and I are creepy. Her and I are the only people in, in the house. We're like staying the night at her house. Nobody else is home. Her parents are out. And, um, the, yeah, it was like really bizarre shit like that. Like, okay. The, the lights start flickering for no reason. And was not, it was, yeah, it was, it got really creepy. And then, um, a couple of years later, when I was a senior in high school, I was, I went over to another friend's house and she invited like this cool college girl, like super gothy, witchy Whoa. college girl over. Like, she, how do you, you two know? Each I other? know. I was like, Oh my God, this girl's so cool. Like she lived on her own and she was a senior in high school and lived in her own apartment because she was oh, estranged man, probably- from her mom. That probably meant she had a pretty rough life. Yeah. Yeah. But, and so she was like, uh, so I know this, this girl and they were like college, like they were adults, even though like they were what, two years older, probably Wee babies. Wee yeah, babies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember her, this, this, this woman comes over with her boyfriend and they had just gone. Uh, he had just gone to, uh, donate plasma for money. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, okay. Like now looking back, I'm like, Oh, they're probably, are they heroin addicts? Like what's going on? Um, I know the, the person, my friend wasn't like, we, I still know yeah. her. She's, there, she's it's funny. Like legit. the situations we put in our, ourselves in and just like looking back now as adults, you're like, that was not the wisest choice. Zero good idea. Zero. Uh, but of course my parents didn't know they knew that I was staying the night over at so-and-so's house and that was all they knew. And I was driving at that point. So I could have been anywhere, but I mean, at least it was half true. Um, so this until now, when your dad listens to this (laughs) or my mom right now, wherever she is, what the shit? No, but she's uh, like, I fucking knew it. mm -hmm. Lights are going to start flickering here. No. Um, and so, uh, so this, I'm like, I want to say her name so bad, but I'm not going to, uh, comes over and she has a Ouija board and it doesn't look like your whatever like Hasbro, Hasbro one. Yeah. It like looks like some legit 1858 
fucking planchette. I don't even know. So we start playing her hand isn't even on the planchette and it shoots across the room. Oh my God. When she goes to ask it a question and it's just her playing it. She's like, is so-and-so here? And it's like, yes, boom, shoots across the room. And I'm immediately uncomfortable with this situation. And, um, (laughs) and she's playing, and I don't know if she was able to trick somehow. I mean, it was on a coffee table. You could see that her hand was up above and, you know, if, if in my thinking that she was, if anything, three years older than me, she couldn't be that much, you know, like that, that more into tricking someone, you know, she's still young in her own right. Mm -hmm. So, um, maybe, maybe she took some magic classes. I don't know, like, (laughs) but, um, magic as in David Copperfield magic. Yeah. Like pull a rabbit out of your hat. (laughs) Yeah. Is this your card? Right. Right. But it was super, and maybe, maybe they were. Um, but I also remember, so at the time I was super into Anne Rice, vampire Lestat, all this stuff. She drew me of a picture of a vampire and I was grateful for it, but was absolutely terrifying. Do you still have that? Yeah. Somewhere. I mean, I like boxed it up. It's, it's somewhere. It's somewhere. I, I never got rid of it, but it has terrified me to this day. And I think it was supposed to be Lestat. And I can't wait to see this. I, I, now I want to like, look through all my stuff that I've ever had in my life and find all it. the stuff, all the things. But anyway, yeah, that was, um, that would be really, cause also, you know, like at 17 and she scared me and this drawing scared me that I wonder, uh, if I look at it now, if I would just laugh or, or if it's like, holy shit, this thing is still really terrifying. Maybe it's a different connection. Yeah. Yeah. It could be now, but I don't know. I'm still, I guess I still get scared real easy. (laughs) Yeah. You know, sometimes things are scary. So, (laughs) uh, well, I guess that leads well into like, so now being older, like what kind of magic would you say that you're into? I would say that I am more solitary and into green witchery, um, mm-hmm. more into the magic of talking to plants and kind of feeling their energy um as Aaron taught us all about animism yeah that really it I had heard the word I knew it but just never really um it never clicked until that episode which Mm -hmm. you you all really should that's that was such an amazing I think that was one of my favorite ones yeah um super informative and just like things were just clicking into place when, uh, we did that episode, but you know, like, Oh, this is what I do. I didn't realize now Mm -hmm. there's this attachment to it that, that makes sense. Um, so I would say that definitely after we did like the wheel of the year kind of stuff, I was like, 
I'm definitely not that. I'm definitely not in that traditional sense out of something that um, resonates with me Mm -hmm. and not many do. So um, I think for me, it would just be that um, plant, plant magic really is my biggest thing. Yeah. So I guess what is an herb that you can't live without them? Oh, whoa. was that, was that a real question or did you just think of it? That's a real question. Cause you knew <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> oh my gosh. An herb that I just can't live without. Holy shit. You just put me on a, on the spot. And usually I have one, um, you know, it's, it's I think it's, you and I have one in common mugwort. No. Wormwood? No. <laughs> what? What do we have in common? Uh-oh. Datura. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was thinking of our, like, the podcast. Well, what do we have in common? Like, what do we get oogly googly about? And we're like, oh my God, Datura. Yeah. I think you and I have, like, a very strong connection with Datura. Definitely love Datura. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what you can't, like you always talk about comfrey and calendula. I love rosemary. Yeah, I do. I love calendula for everything. What I I don't know, like what's one herb though, that you're just like, just would, if I had to be on an Island with one herb, this. So are you talking internally or just aesthetically or like, vibrationally I guess like probably more vibrationally like like what's like the herb that you're just like I love you so much but if I was on a deserted island I would want you passion flower yeah mm-hmm. why I think it's the most beautiful flower in it's a crazy looking flower for sure yeah. it's awesome and I have two tattooed on my body and mm. um even though I don't do they represent something specifically on your body no nice. I just love them like oh, I yeah. see them and I can't walk away and there is kind of that same connection with Detera, but that I think is my more um witchy side coming out but I think um I mean passion flower is really good for calming and, and stuff like that, but I don't, um, take it. I don't really use it internally or medicinally. You think you would ever try them since you're so like, you're like, you're the one, like you were very quick to like answer the, the passion flower. Once I clarify the question. Yeah. So do you think you would ever like make a tea or tincture just for shits and giggles to see like if you utilized this plant like how it would further like continue to help you connect or right maybe so because I maybe do like a flower essence that would be like a really fun experiment just to see yeah your flower connection that's a good point because do it do it do it (laughs) Internally, I've, I've had it in tea, like, you know, sleepy time tea or anti-stress tea or something like that. Um, and I am going to make a salve with it, Mm -hmm. although I'm 
wondering if that's really the best use but that's of another matter because you know it's on your skin I mean part of your moonery stuff is that you just play around like you're kind of like a chemist right and I right yeah and I go through like this my feeling is so strong about putting these certain things in it that I feel like I can't not do it yeah so maybe I maybe you just do it I don't know but I do I have the herb so um, but maybe we'll get... have to post a picture of it. Yeah. IG. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say those two for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Sweet. a good question. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Drink your wine. Oh, that, that would be me. I'm like drinking wine. Like, yeah, let's take a break. Oh yeah. I need to <laughs> let's pause this. <laughs> Callie said she's like I have one more herb so what's your what's I your do herb? for your herb my herb my in my internal herb would be <laughs> <laughs> that sounded weird uh nettles oh I just saw some girl make and I really want to try it because like it was uh I actually kind of want to have her on eventually I think she's Canadian her name is witch Betty but oh. like instead of W-H-I-C-H, like it's like witch, W-I-T-C-H. But she just made <clears throat> stinging nettle kimchi. What? Yeah. So I really, I'll send it to you, but I really want to try that. So, so what are stinging nettles and just regular nettles the same thing? See, what did I tell you about asking me hard questions? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, as far as I know, so maybe have you ever been stung by them? Yes. And I hate them. So like, I would, what, like, what does it feel like? I've never held them. If, don't, <laughs> don't, um, I'm also allergic skin allergic to dried mullen. Like I will, uh, and also out. Datura. I remember that <laughs> Datura. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Didn't you break out like with a rash too? Like you not only like inhaled some of the no, dry I stuff, inha- but like no. you, I didn't break out in a rash. I don't remember breaking out in a rash, but well, I maybe it was mullen. Because yeah. I think it was talking about making mullen wands, and you're like, I can't handle I, that shit. <laughs> I uh well I did I did uh pick up mullen like to make wands and that seemed okay. Um but for some reason like a whole shit ton of it in a jar will just make me just break out. I mean, you should use gloves anyway, but this was, you know, a while back, um, back when I worked in the herbal section of wild oats for all of you that remember wild oats days. Um, I feel like that, that was like an old health food store. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. So they were started in Boulder, whereas whole foods had started in Austin and then oh. whole foods bought out wild oats and then, um, Amazon took everything like Amazon always does. Like Amazon, Amazon does. Um, but yes, and don't touch it without gloves, stinging nettles, because it feels like a thousand, it's like, um, prickly and itchy at the same time because of all the like fibrous hairs Uh. on it. So it, sticks to you icky it's really bad and it and like the more you touch it the more aggravated it gets 
So you, you want to use gloves and rinse, rinse it and dry it out. And then that'll get rid of the staying part. But, uh-huh. um, nettles is amazing for allergies, seasonal allergies. Um, do you eat it or like, how do you use it? You can do a tea. I've been drinking a tea of it. You can take it daily. Um, I haven't found anything that says that you should, um, step off of it for a few days, but, uh, like some, some herbs you shouldn't take every day forever. Uh, this one, I haven't seen anything like that, but I could be wrong. Um, so what was the other question? Oh, I take it. So I have it as a tea, but also as a tincture. And so I take that, especially a little, I up the ante a little more in, uh, the summer in spring for Mm -hmm. allergies. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like this is a dumb question. I assume that the answer would be that the stinging properties go away with how you process it, because obviously you would not take this if you're like, no, no, this tea is so great. And then it stings (laughs) my tongue. And then now I can't breathe. No, it's, uh, once you, you can rinse it off, maybe even boil it, but you don't want to boil away the property. So you just, you just rinse it and let it dry. And then, hmm. then it's fine. Um, I wonder if nettles is like the, uh, the prickly pear version of like the plains, like oh, the glockids. It just reminds right. me of like glockids being on like the cacti have like right. just on I- it, this plant all over. Yeah. So it's like those little fibrous hairs that get really annoying and embed into your skin. I want to try nettles. I want to try Like, I know people eat it also as like, you can make a a salad and stuff. Yeah. You can make a pesto with it. So nettles. Yeah. I have, I have a bunch of dried nettles that we could make like a pesto or I'm about to make a tincture with it too. Um, but it's also good for hair regrowth. It's good for your skin. Um, a, a lot of That's interesting with the, uh, the whole growth. detoxifying thing. Um, I think I got turned off of that with yoga where mm-hmm. like when you do twists, you're detoxifying, like that's not really a thing. Um, so I don't, I mean, I guess it, it could in a way cl- cleanse your liver and mm-hmm. your kidney, your kidney actually. So, but also like, I don't know when I see the word detoxify, like your body detoxifies every day when you go to the bathroom. Like that's, yeah. why, that's, that's why we drink water folks. Yeah. So I just, I don't, I kind of take that with a grain of salt, but I don't know, maybe a angry herbalist can come at come me. Yell at us. Yeah. I mean, I'm cause I am learning, but, um, I kind of have just like this anti detox. I don't like saying that because I don't entirely believe it just through the yoga bullshit, but well, we have um, a little PTSD. Yeah. Me, yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> like so. sweating is just your body's natural detoxifier, not anything else, not but, working yeah. other types of magic. No, <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Okay. What's well, question this, number six. <laughs> this, this leads into a good segue. So like, how do you hope to then like grow your magic? Like what do you do you want to expand into other like areas or like, are there any, like, I don't know if there's, um, kind of 
small intricate areas within herbalism that you want to explore into? Um, sorry, I'm messing with things. Um, yeah, I, I've, I feel like, well, and maybe this is just, isn't my calling, but you know how sometimes you're interested in something. And so you try to force yourself to learn it, but it just never sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember, which is insane. Um, you know, your nettles is part of the earth and it's in Venus and blah, blah, blah. Like how people can spew that. Yeah. I always wish that I could do that and can't. So maybe one day I can, but also just maybe just the way you have to learn it and then it'll click. Yeah. Maybe it's, you know, my five favorite things. So maybe it's nettles, datura, passion flower, and calendula. And that's mm-hmm. all I worry about or something. I don't know. But, um, also I would really love to get into a little bit more kitchen witchery because I do love to cook and bake. I like to bake. My mom was a baker and I never appreciated it when she was alive. And, um, and by the time I was old enough to appreciate it, she was too sick to really be helpful in it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I feel like maybe bringing that back, finding the, the old witch that's gotta be somewhere. It's gotta be somewhere or, or I buy a new one and, you know, find some Norwegian to make me one. (laughs) Um, because I think I really want to have a different relationship with food and how I'm eating it and how, what one, what I'm putting into my body, which I, I fairly eat eat fairly healthy, but, um, and just wanting to create things that are good, that are fun to make and good for you and good nourishing. Mm -hmm. Um, but also like finding out, you know, instead of making a pesto with basil, put nettles in it instead, you know, like kind of think outside the box because cooking can reminds me of like black forager, uh, whatever. I can't remember her last name. Her first name is Nicole. Uh, she's fantastic. If you don't follow her on like TikTok or Instagram, please go do. Cause she's all about connecting and foraging. And then yeah, like making a pesto with like nettles or like I just learned that like you can make like a flavored simple syrup with wisteria flowers. I used to, yeah, flowers, I saw oh, that one. And flowers only, otherwise everything else is gonna poison you. Yes. But it's just like she's given us like, I don't know, like I really want to try and make nochino, like the black mm-hmm. walnut, like oh, yeah. spooky dark water, she calls it. Yeah. Spooky, spicy dark water. I but, yeah, like would love to spend a day with her. Would that just be like the best? I I wouldn't want that day to end. She was also, I don't know if you're an ologies podcast fan, but I am. I didn't know. I haven't listened there. I go in phases with podcasts. So sometimes I I don't even listen to ours. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. She does. (laughs) Um, they all, she was on ologies, which also, yeah. When, do you know how far away this, like, how long uh, it was, was last year. 
So not too far back. Um, a few years ago, they also did ologies plug all of a sudden. Um, what, Oh, what was it called? It was like uh, demonology and something else too. It was really, really cool. And really demonology, I guess I should say. Um, <laughs> it was, um, that was really fun and informative. I mean, they have really great stuff, but yeah, since working from home for the last two years, I really haven't, uh, listened to many unless I have a moment, but, um, moment I'll have to check that. I'll have to check that episode out. Cause I love yeah. her to pieces. I'm like, can yeah. I be your friend? I know. I know. Like I really want to be a legit friend. Yeah. Like walk around all day with her and just learn. That would just be Forging my mind would be blown. super fun, but yeah. it seems super hard to learn. Kind of yeah. like what you're talking about, like all these different aspects about plants. And then you're like, Oh my God, like, yeah. How am I going to remember all this? Yeah. Like, and like me saying, Oh, we'll do this. And somebody's like, no, you don't I'm like, ah, I don't know. Maybe I was thinking of something else. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess speaking of work, uh, do you see a connection then between uh, archaeology and magic? I do. Because again, I think it stems back to the plants, but also a feeling of where I'm at. And I've just had a feeling and there isn't anything there as far as artifacts go, but the feeling is really strong. Mm -hmm. And that is actually one of the integrities that you can check is the feeling. I remember you were saying that and like yeah. that story with you and your friend with the, the tribal the archaeological site that got destroyed. Like, yeah. Well, there was nothing there. And then it was just really felt like a mistake. Yeah. I mean, nothing there as far as we could see. And yeah. It, and then they go in and build stuff and then just not tell the archaeologists that they're starting to find things. Probably. Yeah. And then it's like, oopsie. Um, it, I, so I do think that there's a feeling if you are open to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, uh, I mean, there was also one time that I, I did a full stop. Like there was this shield in front of me in <laughs> out in North Dakota in the middle of nowhere. And I just, I physically couldn't move anymore. And I had chills all over my body and it looked like burial mounds on this mm -hmm. hilltop hill Ridge. Um, Ooh. and I don't know why, but I, I physically couldn't go any further and me and luckily I was just with one other person who was like, okay, that seems you are like, he saw my physical well-being in that moment and was like, let's turn around. Um, unfortunately that fell on deaf ears and these idiots that I was also working with did not get along with them. Hence idiots, uh, went out and just recorded them as rock piles and not as anything else, because in North Dakota, there are a lot of like farm rock piles out there, uh -huh. but there was a 
what they failed to notice was even looking at a map that they were all facing the same way. They were all within so many meters of each other. Like this seemed, maybe it's, maybe it was a farm rock pile. I don't know. And the farmer was like super, um, into the precise and it's like, they all have to be the facing East. Yeah. To me, if, if you're removing rubble, you're not, you're not going to care how, how it piles up, but, um, so I don't know, don't know whatever did it ever. Oh yeah. I don't think anything did. It just was rock piles move on. Well, I guess if it didn't get excavated, maybe that's better. (sighs) Well, I don't know. I don't know, but it was supposed to be a wind farm out there. So it's, it's, it's either happened or it'll happen in 20 years or it'll never happen because a lot of times that is what happens in our job. <laughs> but yeah, like most of it's been a feeling, but I also do like to look at what vegetation is out there and see what's um, native to that area. And if it, if it properly grows out there, what um, nutrients or medicinal would have been used for it. Cool. Yeah. So this is very tertiary and has nothing to do with archaeology. What's one thing that you really love or like about um, like the witchcraft community that we're all part of? Are we all a part of it? Now, now that I've had a few, uh, sips of wine, I'm getting all fasty. Fasty. <laughs> um, I feel like I need to give you a 10 gallon hat when you, you talk about it. <laughs> I'm getting um, all fasty, fast, y'all. Uh, I, I like that it's inclusive and it's accepting um, for the most part, I mean, you do have your gatekeepers and snobby folks run the gamut all over, you know, no matter what, but I think overall it's such a accepting place that, oh, this is, this is what you're into. This is what I'm into and everybody's okay. And it's not, well, I'm better than you necessarily for the most part. Um, I think I like that there's quite a bit, like a wealth of information out there, but in books or like Wikipedia, that's so cool that that's even a thing and that it's a little more, the future is now with the internet. Right. But it's also a little more accepted. So it's not like the creepy crone that points their bony finger into your face and says that they're going to eat you, which I just remembered. She did say that too. She did say she's going to eat me. She was um, coming out for, she was out for blood. Man. She was, she was, she totally, she was chasing. It wasn't just me. She was chasing others. But then when she saw me, it was like, Oh, this witch coming up into my house. So <laughs> and you're like, she's five. Like, yeah. Give her like, only seven. Um, but I think, I think that there's just like, you know, we have several stores in Denver alone that, mm-hmm. that are 
resources and that are really, you walk in afraid and thinking that it's going to be super snobby, but it isn't. <laughs> it just and reminds me of my youth, like thinking about going into hot topic. You're like about to go into the gap store. Oh my God. These people are going to be so scary. That's funny. See, okay. So the whole thing with hot topic, because that, because, because our age difference is that wide that it opened up just as I was at the end of my goth phase. So I was super pissed off that hot topic ever existed because real goths had to actually go to like obscure club type places to buy clothing or make their own clothing. And then this fucking hot topic comes in and you just buy your shit in the mall of all places. So hot topic (laughs) is a hot topic for me because we really had to, you had to like make your own. You had to put those safety pins on your own damn jeans. Sure did. Like mom, buy me 6,000 safety pins. (laughs) (laughs) it's it's true though so I was never a fan of that however I guess it's good in a way for people who don't have you know the ability to accessibility is good yeah drive all over the place and look for like weird shit but um (laughs) yeah that's that's so funny just like hearing you say oh in my youth when hot topic opened and I'm like (laughs) uh it's even changed now but yeah, I get what you're saying about like witch shops. Like you go in there thinking that it's going to be kind of spooky or something. And like, or if you don't, if you're not dressed a certain way, or if you don't know a certain tarot card or whatever, and that, um, that they're, you know, quizzing you on your way in, but I haven't had that experience. Me so either. yeah. So well, like, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. What? So like, I guess on the other end of the spectrum, what is one thing that you don't like about the witch community? Ooh. Um, Because as we all know, there's always a love hate with relation relationships with most things. True. Um, I feel like you have to be a certain way. Like uh, sometimes I feel you know, with my company, with the moonery that, oh, I'm not witchy enough, or I'm too witchy or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, I'm too witchy for regular stores, but I'm not witchy enough for witchy stores or something like that, which is, could be all in my head, but, um, or that you need to celebrate all 13 Sabbaths. You need to switch out your, um, altar And you need to do these spells on the full moon and the new moon and, um, a lot of gatekeeping of, no, you're supposed to do it this way. Or if, you know, if, if you're white, you can only do Irish stuff or something, you know, and it's like, no, I want to take from everybody because I appreciate all of it. And I want to, um, incorporate every thing because I either have some attraction to it and appreciate it and I'm not Irish either Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I'm like that to me is me taking from a culture that also isn't mine and I know really nothing about the Nordic side of things outside of like 
runes and paganism, you know, like just like all these other things that I'm like, "Mm, I like that, but I'm not super connected to it and, and want to be, but the books that I've seen on it aren't, I'm not, I don't know. I haven't found anything yet, but I want to connect to it. So, um, I think, and obviously I wouldn't want to, I'm not trying to say that I would be appropriating anything because I respect that as well. But like, we've talked a lot that we both, where we grew up, like that the Mexican culture is so ingrained in us that we're very, um, comfortable there. Mm -hmm. And I love it. We both love it and appreciate it. And, um, we grew up with it. We we grew up with it. It's, it's, it is part of my culture in that sense. Yeah. Um, not lineage, but part of the culture that I grew up in. And I'm, I'm so glad because, you know, in the eighties, things were kind of weird in San Antonio, like don't panic, panic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Satanic panic, but also like the gateway drug did work for you. (laughs) What's that? I said the gateway drug did work for you (laughs) because we're here now having a witchcraft podcast. (laughs) I know. I remember going to, when I was a teenager, um, going to some witchy, it must've been a head shop, but it, it wasn't a head shop. Like it was a, it was a witchy store. It wasn't a head shop. There, there was, I remember planet K shout out to everybody from San Antonio remembers planet K, but, um, there was a witchy store that me and my friend snuck to on the other side of town, like no business driving, through downtown San Antonio, like far away from where we live, like 45 minutes away. And, um, which is like days for teenagers. But, (laughs) (laughs) um, I remember the smell. I remember like the oils and the incense, but not like the head shop stuff. Um, and seeing, I, I bet I still have my first witchcraft book. I have to oh, look nice. for that. I bet I do. I bet I do somewhere. Um, cause I wouldn't like, I never throw books away. Um, and that it, it was intimidating because we're young and we were like, you know, intimidated by everything, but, yeah. um, yeah, that's like all of a sudden all these memories are coming back <laughs> that I <laughs> never think of, but, um, yeah, mostly gatekeeping and, like you, you're, you are supposed to do things this way when I'm not, I I'm Which more on the really witchcraft's all about inter- like self-interpretation, right? It's like art, right? Like, yeah, you practice it however you want. Usually. Yeah. You can't say, oh, well, you know, this, this is what a sunset looks like. Well, this is what my sunset looks like. So we're all different. Yeah. So- I, yeah, I think that would be my biggest thing with that is, is some gatekeeping and shoulding you should be doing this on the new moon and full moon and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't, I, I would love, love to spend my time doing that all day long, but I have to work. Yeah. (laughs) It's solid, solid. (laughs) Uh, well, I guess before that was like, I guess like my last, like I have one kind of 
ending question, which is our normal ending question of telling a spooky story. But is there anything else that you wanted to discuss before you jump into a spooky story? No, but I don't know, scary story of any sort. Good for you for even remembering that, but I didn't think I was a guest on my own. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you kind of already talked about it, like with your, I did, you know, like with the Ouija board. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty, that was really scary. That was really, really scary. I mean, you have. I feel like you have a lot of stories between the guy that lives in your closet and all kinds of stuff. So I know, I mean, for real, every time I walk up and down the stairs, I feel like there's somebody like right, right here, right behind me, right behind my neck and my shoulders, right behind me, like attached to me. No, and then it seems you should invite Hannah over and maybe she can, uh, communicate with this that just just gave me chills so i've i uh probably oh my god what the fuck is going on behind you what are you talking about shut your face (laughs) what what's going on behind you oh you mean just in general i thought you saw something behind me (laughs) no there's something like flashing well that's my shadow what's flashing I don't know. I don't see. To fuck with you. Don't do that. I already have enough issues in this house. Sorry. God damn you. <laughs> uh, it's like it just reminds me of the time that when we were recording with the Ouija board and Midnight Marks gals, and then we had finished and we had already talked about all the spooky stuff on that podcast. If you haven't listened to it, you got to go listen to it because like, you'll understand why Tally and I were so freaked out when then Tom came through (laughs) the door and scared the shit out of us. Sorry, just reminded me of that. That's true. That's right. He came through because we saw like, this figure and then all of a sudden didn't see him but like from the corner of our eyes we saw a figure and then um and then the door door. yeah and then the door like rattled open and so we were like "Ah!" you and I screamed so loud we really did he's like what's what's wrong with you too I know I, I watched a lot of I think it's called dead files yesterday. Oh yes. Yes. Which the, the guy, like he's so New Jersey East coast about everything, which him and Amy, right? Yeah. Okay. So it is the dead files. And I I like, I like the premise of the show where they do like, where were you watching? So Um, I can go watch it. (laughs) I don't know. I have Hulu, so I never know what's real like what's on and what isn't on. So it was on the travel channel through Hulu, but I'll have to check Hulu. Yeah. So there was like a marathon yesterday and I couldn't stop watching it. Cause I, I like that. It's informative that he, uh, finds out the history. So yeah, he's like know. an old detective for those people who don't watch the show. Like, oh, see, I didn't know that. Cause yeah, I didn't understand like old like cop, like that makes PI. sense. Okay. Cause he comes off as kind of cop-ish yeah and I'm like dude slow your roll these people are contacting you and he's like what else you got for me eh? and so I'm just <laughs> like why are you so rough and tough but 
okay, that makes sense that he would be like a East Coast cop on some level. Yeah. Um, but I like that he goes and in, investigates the area, talks to historians. So you get like the archaeology nerdy part in, and then Amy, also the go- right? ghosty bits. And then the ghosty bits where she's, and they never really talk to each other until the end of the show, which I like too, in that it's not a, it's not, um, people in a dark room when you just see like weird flashy eyeballs and they're screaming and they exact bagel bites being like show yourself exactly like it's it's not like that where she walks in and she's like oh I'm feeling this energy here and it it feels like it's a child or whatever and then um then they talk to the people of the house and then the people are like blown away and yeah I like Dead Files too. It's a good one. Yeah. I like that one better than most ghosty stories just because they're like all you see is like black and screams and then you didn't hear or see anything. So it's like, okay, great. (laughs) That was now I'm just nauseous because of the camera. Your Blair Witchness. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is. But this one has a little more, it's a little more uniformed. Well, and I think her husband actually is kind of like not because her husband's like the cameraman, I'm pretty sure. And like, he's kind of like skeptical of a lot of stuff. So okay. Like, I knew there was like somebody that was skeptical. freaked out by gonna... being there. Okay. So he's the one that has the camera and he's asking what's going on. And she's, yeah, oh, that's interesting. This makes me want to go watch an episode right now. We should. There was one uh, that they were talking about where there were people like these goobly goblin things, you know, goobly goobly goblins that live under the bed and that they have these long spindly hands. And I've told you about what happened with Tom here. He walked in at that part and he was just like, shit, this is clearly real. (laughs) Did he just do like a heel spin? And he's like, bye. Yeah, he did. He did. He went back upstairs and I was like, all right, I'll turn it I off. I think you've but... explained that on the sleep paralysis episode. Okay. Yeah. I can so remember. If you which haven't listened to that one, go listen to that. It's a two pata. So, but yeah. Anything else you want people to know about you? No. <laughs> well, I guess if you have any questions about Tally, feel free. We'll make a few IG posts and stuff. Drop comments there or leave us comments on the anchor app. You can go and actually, if you make like a, an account, you can record up to a minute and then we can play that on the episode and then we can answer your questions. Yeah. Which so. I really, really love. And I really want someone to do come on, it. somebody do it. Somebody do it. I might even, I'll give you something she's ready to toss prizes at y'all yeah the first person who does it i will send you a candle that i made oh snap yeah i will do it and it can't be somebody we've already interviewed oh that's (laughs) true we love you aaron we'll we'll get you on for (laughs) your aaron knows it bits and pieces aaron knows it corner (laughs) i love what we we were gonna call it I don't remember. Yeah, that would be good. So, yay. Well, until Until then. No, you beat me to it. That's because that's my line. I claim it. All right. We don't have any more announcements or anything, right? No. Okay. Well, then. Until then.
keep gazing into the unknown. Yeah. <laughs> Little Look, that's correct, right? <laughs> that's correct. That is correct. Bye. Night, y'all.